The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air yeah. And the screams from everywhere yeah. I'm addicted to the truth It's a dangerous Sorry. love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Sorry. now Only thing that's on my mind Hey, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Kwame Lasseter Sports and Sometime Rich Show. We are live, live here at 10 o'clock uh, on Pacific Standard Time. I think it's my phone beeping. Okay, you hear that? Yeah, why are your phone, phone beeping? Why you want to argue with me? We just got on the air, man. Let me introduce you. Can I, I mean, Kwame Lasseter Sports, Sometimes Rich Show. I know it's sometimes your show, but I just want to bring you in nicely, and then you want to argue with me. What's going on, man? No, what's going on with you, man? Chilling, man. Enjoying this beautiful weather outside right now. It's about 50 degrees, nice, sunny. 50 degrees. It was 50-something yesterday. I waxed my car yesterday. <laughs> for some for the snow on it tomorrow. Hold up, man. Don't, it, be, don't, don't, scare, don't, don't be wishing no bad stuff on us, man. Snow, you, so you saying snow was a bad thing? Well, of course. I don't want to deal with that stuff, man. I hate snow. You know what? I, mean, I grew up. You know, we grew up in snow, but it's still. It's like the fact you, you get tired of getting it. I, I liked snow as a kid, and you know it was fun. But you know where I grew up, in Newport News, Virginia, I, I think it was more colder up there where you were, because even though um, by the water and stuff, it it gets cold, but it, it wasn't that cold. And then the snow, as you got older, as we got older, the snow didn't last. It, it was snow, a nice little good snow for a day, and then it'd be gone in two days. Yeah. I mean, here it's a little bit different because, like, you know, last couple of weeks it was, you know, 20, last week it was definitely in the 20s all week. Week before that, it, in the 20s, you know, it snowed. And, right. and, you know, now it's like 50-something degrees. You got cats wearing shorts and tank tops out right now. Uh, it was like I said, yesterday was so beautiful. I went out washing, washed, washed and waxed my car. Okay, man. Well, I ain't doing that because I'm trying to run mine into a lake somewhere and get, well, we'll talk about it off the air. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that off there. Uh, playoff games this weekend. What playoffs, do you think about the games, Play- man? Playoffs. Look, the New York Jets. You want to say Can something I get about my the New York Jets, huh? Can I get my love real quick? Uh, what kind of love are you looking for? Just you know, play just say, hey, you were right last week. You was right about what? The Jets winning. You were right last week about the Jets winning because I really thought San Diego would would do them real nice. Uh, I, I didn't think Sanchez had enough to do it, but the Jets can run the football, and I'll, and not just and and not and it's not even Thomas Jones doing all the running. Sean Green, Sean Green, it's not huh? just that they're a complete team. There are no superstars on that team. Everybody knows their role and they play their role. That's Ex- how you run a lot of football Calvin games. Calvin Pace does his thing. Calvin Pace, the Arizona Cardinals should have kept this guy, but you know when you become good, they. Seem to let you go. We'll get into the Cardinals later on in the show because I want to talk about that 90 points in two weeks that they allow teams to put on them. But the New York Jets, man, now I'm not a fan of the New York Jets. I know a lot of people are, and most of them be because they Giants fan, the uh, New York Giants fan. They can't be both uh, unless the Giants, unless the Jets are in the playoffs by themselves and they got to represent where they're from, their barrel, their East, that East Coast thing. The New York Jets, 
say what they're going to do to teams, and they go out there and get it done. And that's a credit to Rex Ryan. He, he, told, he told these things. He felt like his – he told the people he felt like his team was the best in the playoffs right now, and they are. They You say complete package. I still don't – Sanchez, I think Brian Schottenhammer did a good job of not putting everything on Sanchez where he go out there to lose a game, but more so to to win the game. And I think um, um, he went out there, didn't make a lot of mistakes. Hand the ball off, defense played well. Also, San Diego Chargers didn't capitalize on a lot of opportunities. Uh, Nate Keating, three missed field goals. You've never seen that in the history of his career. And I played with the guy for a year, um, and I thought he was outstanding, but – it's unfortunate that the San Diego Chargers was such a great team and such a momentum and run that they had, the 11-game run. The Jets went to San Diego and beat them up. They are on a three-game winning streak. They beat Cincinnati twice, wild card. Well, they had to get in the playoffs. Then they go to Cincinnati and beat yep. Cincinnati. Then they go to San Diego and you handle think They're going to be able to go to walk in Indianapolis you, in you, the Lucas Oil Dome and beat the, beat the Colts. That's your prediction? I'm, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. By the end of the show, we'll predict it, but I'm just giving that point to you now. Is Do you think, to keep this in the back of your mind, mm-hmm. do you think they can do it after what they went to San Diego and did? Because everybody was sitting there saying, San Diego, San Diego, San Diego, in the Super Bowl. They think that because the Colts can't get past San Diego, and they haven't been able to. Whenever the Colts had a bye week, they've lost to San Diego somewhere in the playoffs. Yeah, but they're not playing San Diego this time. They're, they're playing. not playing San Diego this time. They're playing the Jets. But you know, Jets, 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 Jets. Here, here's the key is, what? Go ahead. Go ahead. Can the Jets keep that same magical run through Indianapolis? You know what? They can because here, here's the thing. Let me, let, me, let me paint this picture for you. Paint it. Go ahead. The Jets can run the football. And here's the difference. Everything, in my opinion uh, – Starts up front in the line. You're a coach. You know you got to take. You got to control the line of scrimmage. Everything starts up front. The Jets can run the football. The Jets make a good effort of running the football. The Indianapolis Colts cannot run the football. They are ranked last, dead last, and rushing the football in the National Football League. But they shut Ray Rice to less than a hundred yards over the weekend. Okay, but they they dead less than running the football. So when they one dimensional, the Indianapolis Colts. They are one-dimensional right now because they can't run the football. They got to make an effort. The play action is not effective because nobody – hand the ball off to Joseph Dye. Hand it off. We, first, we don't game Reggie Wayne, first game, Reggie Wayne had um, 44 yards receiving. You know, Pierre Gosson had a touchdown. Right. I think Austin Collie had a touchdown. That's always yes, the first and during the regular season. Well, well, here, well here's the deal. The, the, the only plus that I see the Indianapolis Colts having over the Jets – as uh well, uh, not the only. I say two. First of all, they got Peyton Manning. He, yeah, these guys, these guys respond to him. Second of all, they just played this defense before in Baltimore Ravens. This is the same defense they played. Aggressive defense, aggressive forty six, uh, somewhat but, three four mm, defense. But better corners, corners. They better they, corners. They have better, better secondary. Way better secondary. Right, but the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens have a better secondary? No. Whoa, no. Our secondary is suspect. That's the reason we lost that game. Mm. The, 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 the reason we lost the game in Baltimore against the Colts is because penalties. Number one, 200 yards in penalties. Right. Frank penalties. Crazy. You can't win game when you have that many uh, penalties. You get, you get turnovers and you turn the ball. Ed Reed, interception, Twice. turns the ball over. Another interception, Corey Ivey gets a penalty. Now, 
the thing, the problem I have with officiating right now in the National Football League, there's no consistency. Play before, series before, the same penalty on Gary Brackens didn't get called. Right. On Todd Heath. Then they, the next series, they called it on Corey Ivey. No consistency. Well, well, it's not. And you know what? As much as we don't want to believe this, I'll tell you this for a fact. I tried to referee a little league game, and it's hard. And just I'm on a, that's a little league level. Refereeing is hard, but they, I agree 100%. When you come to the professional level, a lot of these referees, uh, doctors and lawyers, and this is a they have to go to the yeah they they have other jobs but they have they need to get in shape if you going the referees need to start looking like these athletes if you got to run down field and make a great play on a pass interference a great call on pass interference you need to be in shape to do that you don't need to have one guy down here well you got to it should be more eyes on it and that's why the instant replay the referees is a tough job but there need to be some type of consistency in and not only the rules but on on the penalties what what is a penalty like I, I said last week Briefly, horse collaring. I don't. I don't know when do you call that. You when you grab the guy by a horse collar, if you immediately yank him down, that's a penalty. But if you hold on to it to try to get a grip of him, um, I mean, granted you got to be in position to make a play. But when you gotta, it comes down to this guy scoring a touchdown, or you tackle him on the one yard line. What, what are you gonna do? You don't immediately immediately uh, yank him down, but you grab him by the horse collar and the back of his jersey or, or shoulder pads. And you pull them down gradually. That's right. possible. That's but they call. But they, too. but they called in on a, and helmet to helmet. How can it be helmet to helmet when I'm zeroing in? And this is, I can tell you I'm zeroing in, and you can look at me and say I don't believe you. But you can look at the film and see I'm zeroed in on this guy's chest. This guy is petrified. Know he's about to get hit, knocked out. Um, so he ducked his head, trying to protect himself, and yep. we hit helmets. And now the penalty is on me. That's true. I mean, you got to understand something. Football is a, that's a game. My thing with helmet to helmet is if you lead with your helmet and the guy doesn't make a defensive move, that should be a penalty. If you may lead with your helmet and the guy makes a defensive move and you hit him with your helmet, then that's incidental contact. That's not a penalty. If you yeah, if you here's here's what I'm here's what I say along those lines. As a defensive back, and offensive players can do it too once they catch the ball. They can. They go in with their helmet. They go in. So how, how you call that's it? How you taught when you first start playing football? Right. Here's defensively. If your face is parallel to the ground, you leading with your helmet. You should be able to see everything you hitting. Don't have your. And first of all, you're gonna hurt yourself. You're gonna break your neck. And you, you better be fortunate enough to come out of there with a stinger or able to um, walk again. But if yeah, your face, cool. if your face or your face mask is parallel to the ground, that's leading with your helmets. Running backs dab, sure. r- running backs dive over the one yard line to the pylon with their head first, because they okay, know they're about to get hit by all kinds weeks. of linebackers. Let's go back two weeks ago, Green Bay Arizona game. Right, and right before the end of the game, the last play before the interception, I mean for the um, uh, fumble for a touchdown, the guy led with his helmet, led with his helmet and hit the quarterback. Right. You talking about the green? You talking about hitting um, Aaron Rodgers? Yes, yes, that was a penalty, but it didn't get called. It didn't get called. You know what I'm saying? So it's like there's no consistency when it comes to these penalties. But yet, Big Brother NFL always want to hand down fines to stuff during the regular season. The but NFL, that guy didn't get a fine. The NFL, he didn't get a fine handed on him after that. After that hit, the NFL was, competition committee needs to take a look at a whole lot of things, especially the, a lot of the stuff you just talked about. It's a joke. The NFL competition is a joke. You got a problem with that? 
please call me, 888-346-9144, Kwamalasa Sports, sometimes Rich Show, the NFL oh, competition committee is a joke. They got all year to look at this stuff, and I like to see these guys who are on this panel or uh, how they approach this stuff. It's a joke because it depends on who you are and, 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 and who they want to see, which team's going to generate the most money uh, in the playoffs. It's all yep. about money. My it's thing all about is this, money. Mom. This guy should have been. My thing is this. Huh? Go ahead. My thing is this, though. You know, I'm an I'm a NFL. I love my Ravens. You know that. You know, you're my boy. I got we got I got a lot of friends in the league. Played in the league, veterans and all. The thing I have, the problem I have with the National Football League right now is the fact of it's no. It really isn't fun. To, if it wasn't for fantasy football, I probably wouldn't watch it. Oh, I mean, I've heard that before from a lot of people because but... it's not fun. They don't. It's no fun. There's all these rules to protect the quarterback. Well, the quarterback, the offensive tackle, the offensive guard. You no, know, everybody should be protected in the, in, in the overall. Yeah, you pay these quarterbacks millions of dollars. That's great. That's fine and dandy, but it's football. Here's the only reason why Brett Favre is my favorite, toughest quarterback in the league. It because he's tough. He take hits. He don't complain. He get up and he go at it again. He challenge linebackers. He challenge defensive the ends. These guys are out to kill him, and he gets up. Think, well, some quarterbacks. We got to go to a break, man. But some quarterbacks. Well, yeah, some he's the only quarterback I've ever met with a got a ten thousand twenty thousand dollar penalty for a cut block, whatever. Hold on, we'll come back. We'll finish that. Quite lots of sports sometimes for the show. We're gonna come back. I want to talk about this American Eater, but we get that on the show. We'll be back in two minutes. Yeah, crazy. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, president and CEO of the wellness community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Tune into the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's Hot Topics. Got it! With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This 
Chocolate is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back to the Kwamilasa Sports Sometimes Rich Show. We we all over the board with these different topics, but you know what? It, it's, it's, it's like a That's conversation. We do, man. I mean, you know, because one thing, there's there's a lot of sidebars to what we're talking about, and, and just follow along because it's fun. If you want to call in, the number is 888-346-9144. And 4-4, four, four, four in some areas. 4-4 four, four if you're a country bammer from uh, Northern Newport Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look! No, seriously what? though, we all over the board, man. We talk about different stuff, but there's sidebars to all this. So, and and we only got an hour show, so we're not gonna be able to. We can narrow it down, but we won't be able to talk about everything. And I like to talk about everything briefly about everything, and not on one subject. There is one topic that next Tuesday, when we're on the air, we're gonna get into it, and we're gonna get into it hard. But we'll briefly talk about it before this show's end, and that's the. Um, the Supreme Court weighs in on this game-changing situation with American Needle, Inc. versus the National Football League, man. We're not going to talk about it right now, but uh, put that in your memory banks. We're going to talk about that. We, that, may, that may be the whole show. because it's, it's, Yeah, I think, I think from what that, the information that we both have, right. it's, it's a whole show worth of info. That's a whole show because if we all over the board the way we do, uh, we're not going to be able to give you the just on, um, on, this, on this story, on this situation. The NFL... It's about to get real crucial right now with a whole lot going on. And this year, this year, next year, going to tell it all. How yep. old, and, and, and it goes back to what you were saying, uh, Coach. I don't, if it wasn't for fantasy football, you wouldn't watch it. You wouldn't watch it's football. But this would, it's a lot of power going on, man. It's a lot of things it's not going fun. on. It's, it's not, and you get, I mean, you, just, you, don't, you, play, you have players not really playing. Like, for instance, Clint Porters. No disrespect. Yeah, disrespect to him. I don't care less about that Bama. He quit on the Washington Redskins this year. Well, I, know, I understand he had a he had a concussion. I understand he had a concussion. Maybe he lost his mind. He out partying at the clubs. Oh well, he lost his mind. There you go. You can't. You see, know, you, you want to party at the clubs and come on, man. Come on, man. Here's what. Here's where NFL NFL guys are dumb, stupid. That's right. I said it. Uh, here's uh, here's where they. I got your back. You know, I got I got two of them things though. They they hot. They hot. I got two of them things. Put them ones and twos on them. Look, you know what I'm saying. Here's where the, here's where they uh they fall short and they don't understand. And and I would say it's more young guys. But if you're an older guy like Clinton Porter, if you got a concussion and you're not playing, stay off the scene. Your scene during the season is football. Stay off the scene. Okay, you do go to the clubs. Sit down. I'm not telling you not enjoy your life. You do, you earned that right to do all this stuff you do, but not be a menace while you're out. You earn the right. right to make some sense out of your life. I got a concussion. I'm not helping my team do anything. I'm not going to hurt my team's image by being out in a club. There's people all – everybody's not your friend who think they are, who say they are, because they hang around you. They're not your friend. They're looking for a piece of the pie also, and a piece of the pie could be a story I can give give to a, a, the – what's the Washington – what's the paper out there? Washington Post. Washington yeah. Post, yeah. All right. Um, Clint Porter's out, not helping his team. He in the club. Stay your – but home, man, get 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 your mind back right because obviously you lost your mind. You got a concussion. You don't know what today is, but you know how to find the direction to the club, or you know how to tell the yeah. driver this is the club I want to be at, be in tonight. Don't you do a disservice to yourself, man? Stay out of the scene if you can't help your team. Stay off the scene, man, for real. And Clinton Porter yeah, probably did so quit fun. on his team. 
that is, I think he quit. I honestly think he quit. I mean, from the look, I mean, again, each concussion can be is a little different. Everything is a little different when it comes to him. But the way he got hit, situation, I don't know. But I that's just think what you it, said. You, you know, said he came back last couple of weeks of the season. I think he quit. Well, look, it, it could be the way he got here because you said earlier, you said before we went into break, and I want to touch back on this. That's why Brett Farr is the toughest quarterback, in my opinion, that I've watched. He's not my favorite, but he's the toughest quarterback in the National Football League for a, a long time. For I'm a long tough. time. And he's this guy's 40 years old, still doing what he did 20 years ago. Are you kidding? For real? This guy, he, 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 he comes to work. He comes to work. I don't. You know, like I said, you earn the right to do a whole lot of things. You, you may earn the right to say I'm coming back or I'm not coming back. Um, but when you're in the demand like that, if you can do it, do it. If you're gonna do it, they going If you don't want to go through camp, you don't want to go through camp. Just say I don't want to go through camp. But he is one of the toughest quarterbacks, and he takes a lot of hits. On any play, a guy' career could be ended. On any play, a guy can get a concussion. We talked about the rules and the penalties. On any play, there can be a penalty thrown or called, and then thrown. So, um, this, the injuries and stuff in the league, and and Clinton Portis quitting, and maybe he took a hit. Brett Favre being one of the toughest. The NFL uh, rules com- a competition committee is a joke because I can watch this guy. I mean, I I, I aggressively I I speak on myself, and anybody anybody want to call in the number eight 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 three four six nine one four four Kwame Lasso Sports sometimes Rich Show. You want to call in and weigh on this, even if you're in the lead right now or play. Um, I was playing. I went to San Diego after I left Arizona Charger. I went to San Diego Charger after I left Arizona, and we played the Cardinals. I got a seventy-five hundred dollar fine on a hit because a guy was scared. I'm, I'm, I'm at this at this particular game. I'm playing safety, so he comes down the field, vertical up the field, tight end. Walk, the ball is thrown. Now I could have intercepted the ball, but this was personal. So my shoulder, I'm. <laughs> I'm I'm zeroed in. I'm zeroed in. I, I already know about the fines. The fines have been for probably two years now. They've been talking about don't hit like this, don't do this, or we will fine you, and we will make an example of you. So I already know this. So I'm zeroed in with this guy with my shoulder, zero in on his chest to make sure I separate him and the ball immediately on contact. And uh, the guy got knocked out the game. He was out for two weeks with a concussion. Because he ducked, he saw me coming, so he started stumbling. Now, picture picture Lynn Swan reaching out for the ball with his hands out and uh, looking over his shoulder, the ball come. And now he's taking a peek at the defensive back. This is what this guy, Steve Bush, was the tight end for Arizona Cardinals. Um, it wasn't personal with him because he and I worked out all offseason together. We were workout partners. It wasn't him. It could have been anybody that was in the opposite jersey. But he saw me coming. He started stumbling. His, his arms that were extended became shorter, and he ducked his head. Now, the reason for the helmet is to protect each other from hitting heads. Without, If we didn't have a helmet on, I'm not trying to hit him in the head. I'm trying to zero in his chest with my shoulder. I don't want to hit anybody in their body with my head. I don't leave with my head. So why would I want to break my neck? And this, is, and, this, and this is what happened. That same play that I got $7,500 fine on, that I appealed, and they still took my money, I said, who do I write to check out to? Which one of you guys do I write to check out to? Who name is going on this check? It's supposed to go to charity, but, it, you know, these it's how these guys get raises. It's how CEOs get raises and still get million-dollar bonuses when everybody else got to get laid off. But I would like to see but they, Let me finish this up. Let me finish this up real quick. Okay. Real quick. They made money off that hit, brought, showing it all through highlights during the offseason. And, and just not just my hit, the one I had, but 
we, when they come uh, when they come to your team doing training camp, they show all these big hits, all these nice hits, nice tackles. Then they talk about you hit a guy, you help him up, the sportsmanship of the game. This is why the NFL is a joke, and this is why the NFL think they can get away with a lot of stuff, and that's how we lead into the American Needle thing. But I really want to spend a whole segment on that. Hey, Coach, you was about to say what? That it's you know it's like I want to see the actual what who gets these this, these fine this fine money because Chad Ochocinco has probably got the most fine out of anybody in the National Football League last five years. They say it goes and, to charity, but I I, tr- I really 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 doubt I mean, that. I mean, so you you take you find a guy thirty thousand dollars, you're giving thirty grand to a charity. Well, and that charity is not not pumping it up. To, to the public, to society. You know what? You, great point. You make a great point. You're not just a, a bald head guy. You just you got some sense in that big head. Look. Watch your mouth. I, want, <laughs> I know you, you got hands. I got fat. I got better hands. Don't have me use them on you. Boy, I'm going to finish my story because I ain't going to. Uh, look. But you understand what I'm saying? I on. do. I do. You used to, if, 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 you, if Rich Britt, Coach Britt, gave me $30,000. For a tackle foundation. For a tackle foundation. You think I'm not going to pub everybody else? I got this from this guy? Come on. They say they got it from why, the why NFL. Why don't you pump that? You should, come why, on, they ain't giving that money to nobody. Why would I do they that? They give him 10%. Yeah, he's not the bad guy that everybody think he is. Why wouldn't I give him that money? Why wouldn't I pump him up because his antics on it? And a lot of things he get fined about don't have anything to do with the game. You don't talk about the sportsmanship or, or the integrity of the game when all I see the NFL does is do people wrong. Don't yeah, talk about fine Chad. Chad, look, and when the game starts, I think it's two hours before the game and uh, two hours after the game, when you are now under surveillance by the NFL. I think that's what it is. Big brother. Soon, exactly. As soon as you step on the NFL campus, you are now under surveillance and for two hours afterward. Maybe, maybe four, but I think, I think two. Either way, if I come in there with some nonsense, I'm coming there with uh, – I can't come in there. Obviously, you know the gun situation. Uh, you can't come in with the guns, any paraphernalia, anything, any stuff like that. But Chad Cinco, Ocho Cinco, gets fined for holding a dollar bill. His intentions probably was to be funny, and, and most of them it is to be funny, to be humorous, because the NFL is not going to market you. You have to market yourself. They only market certain guys. They only market the Tom Brady's Peyton Manning. They only market uh, right, right now, Revis. He's a, he's like the, he will have commercials in different shows. His endorsements go up. They market guys that they can make money off themselves. They're not going to market Chad Ochocinco, and he's a smart businessman. He'll take that fine because he's probably going to get that money on the back end. I call it the Dennis Rodman uh, tactics. Nobody's going to market Dennis Rodman. He did all those antics. When he got done with the game, he was still able to market himself and get paid off it. Now, Chad mm-hmm. Ochocinco had a dollar. His tension was probably, it was funny. He was going to bribe the referee. That's the, see, that's the, see, that's the word. They, when he, if, he would, if he would never use the word bribe over because of the NBA and Tim Donahue, that whole scenario. Look, if he never, Chad never used the word bribe, then they probably wouldn't have found him the money they find him. He, That's what they say. Well, if he don't do it, somebody's bribing the referees with all these terrible calls going on. Somebody's bribing these guys with these calls they're making. These calls are not, we, you talked about this at the beginning of the show, these calls are not consistent, man. And it's the playoff. Doing the playoff, the best referees are supposed to be uh, refereeing these games. Yeah, whoever grades out the best. Whoever grades out the best. But also... Now, to to their defense, if you will, and I say defense lightly, these guys um, these guys watch film on their performance, of the, and this is how they get graded out, the same way we get graded out on our performance during the week, uh, during the game time. And if, just because they have few mistakes don't mean they didn't make the right call 
don't mean they didn't even make the call when they were supposed to make the call. So you know, they get graded on for not making calls. All right, man. That's we got. I hear the music. We've been going over time anyway. Oh. On our on our thirty seconds. Uh, they always take ten minutes from us every day anyway. No, so no. Kwame lots of sports sometimes. Rich show eight 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 three four. Six nine one four four. Call in. We'll be back in two minutes to talk about some more things. Uh, it's so much to talk about, Coach. We we get back on the other end of this break. Sounds good. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sometimes with show. Man, we got a lot of interesting things going on, talking about uh, rules committee, football, and stuff like this. Let's let's go ahead and narrow it down because I don't want to talk about football anymore. Not, I, I would I would talk about Kansas State beating Texas, the number one Texas, uh, knocking them off. So me me oh, saying yeah. that me saying that is just enough to know KU would be back in uh, number one. Or the, the KU may go back to they may go to two. They st- I think they still are at two. Three, three University right? of Kansas. Huh? Went to three, right? Kansas went to three, I think, but they probably go to two. Because oh, Kentucky was at – no, Kansas was two. Kentucky went to three. Something like that. Two and three. It don't matter. I don't. You know what? I don't prefer uh, Kansas being number one. Number one Can I is be a, honest right now? 
Yeah, you can be honest. You should be honest every day, sucker. I'm all, I mean, honestly, I haven't watched. I haven't really been on college basketball so far this year. Uh, I, I, I need to so bad because I love college basketball. Okay, let me say, let me say this before, and then you can finish. Kwame Lasseter Sports and sometimes Rich Show. Go ahead. Yeah, and I just haven't been watching college basketball right now. You know what I mean? It's, what I don't you know. Doing? Beating off? What, what you been doing? It's just too much going on right now in sports, and I need I need to get more. I don't know this weekend I'm gonna dedicate to college basketball. You should next dedicate. Tuesday, I'm gonna be on my well, I'm, on, I'm gonna be on my college basketball point next week. We, you know what? You know what? We last season, last basketball season, we was on it hard, man. We got to get back on basketball because I like basketball too. But yeah, the, we always talk about the Suns and what's going on with them. They they had a road they had a road stretch that they didn't win a game. Hey, I got a question for you. What do you think about Gilbert Arenas getting um, pleading guilty to, to gun possession Gilbert, and possibly get up to six six months in jail? Gilbert Dunn Arenas only did that so he can possibly get six months in jail and be back ready for next year. What he's going to do is lose $80 million. This is what I'm talking about with athletes, man. What do you need to do? If I'm giving you $170 million, I'm giving you for six years, I'm baseball, football, basketball, <laughs> Why you need a gun? All you gotta do is play basketball. All you play, gotta do is play the sport. When you was a kid, you was doing it. You was playing at a high level for that age for group, for free. You was honing your skills. You didn't have a gun. Maybe in certain areas where you you had to fight, and uh, you know, and and I talk about this, and and uh, me and Ray, Ray, we talk about this all the time, and I really, I firmly believe that a lot of people, players, athletes, are who they are because of where they from. Sometimes your neighborhood, your your area where you come from, it breeds you, it makes you that way. But you get to but when you fail to grow from that, it's all right to keep that in you. But when you fail to grow from it, then you do yourself a disservice. What do you need to bring three guns into your arena when there's a no gun policy? And then you in Washington D.C. I think it's the number one in the country uh, gun law behind. Uh, well, not behind New York. New York no is, tolerance. No tolerance. That's, What's the gun no, for? I mean. Come on, let's let's not making this. Let's not giving a, a cop out excuse for anybody. He copping out. He wanted. Because yeah. There there's situations, Kwame, where you know you can. I know we, we've. You know, I mean, you play with cats that grew up in South in South Central L.A. Right. You know what I'm saying? I grew up with cats who played in Southeast D.C. And you know you what? Know, grew up in Southeast D.C. You know, cats who grew up in 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 in, in Miami. Come on, Dave Thomas. We went to school with Dave Thomas. Remember right. Dave Thomas? I, I remember Dave Thomas. I still talk to D.T. D.T. is probably one of the most passive guys in the world. Smile at you, talk to you, whatever you doing wrong. He gonna have you gonna have problems with him. Then that Up comes to back that out. Point, he gonna love you like you like you love his son or his brother. Right, right. But this so don't don't give a kid don't give a kid a, a man a man not a kid a man a cop out an excuse the cop out because he grew up he needs no no that's what they doing with you, now arenas as a human being as a human being as an athlete you adapt to your surroundings and your situation. First of all, I'm paying you a hundred million dollars. Right. All right. Do me a favor. Play basketball. I'm, if you get injured, that's fine. Play basketball. All these other things, there's no need for it. You want to start a foundation, you want to do this, do that, do stuff community, great. Please do as much as you can. But don't, I'm not going to give you a reason for me to think that I'm not appreciative of what you've given, of what you've helped me accomplish. That's the bottom line. And and we talk about Gilbert Arenas. The guy has been absent for three years. Three years, He's a he's a when he's on court, He's a competitive, a pretty good basketball player. He knows the game. But he's been gone for three years. He had that Grant Hill syndrome. Grant Hill, 
let's talk about let's stay on Gilbert Arenas. He had that Grant Hill syndrome as far as he was out of the game for a while, always hurt, always injured, tried to come back, can't come back. But if I'm giving you $100 million, I, I'm going to echo the words you said. Just play basketball. Do Make make everything in your life positive. You got $100 million. It's guaranteed to you. You could sign this contract today and say, I got a headache on one play. You still get that money. That's the that's the benefit of playing basketball and baseball uh, professionally. professionally. But, okay, now you have to, okay, you have to do that because of where you are. Let's say you have to, which I, which I would never understand that you have to be in that surrounding still. Who's around you? Put somebody else around you that can carry a gun. Hire a professional bodyguard. They can carry a gun. You don't need to have that gun around you um, and then have the – then being a Neanderthal that you bring it to the Washington Wizards um, facility. That's dumb. And you know – I don't care. Everybody knows. And since 1986, when Washington, D.C. was tabbed, was the uh, murder capital of the United States of America – about 93, they've adopted that no-gun policy. I mean, and it's because of the past. And you, if, if it's, even if it's registered, you can't have a gun in the District of Columbia unless you're a police officer right? or a federal officer. You have a badge. Other than that, though, you get caught with a gun, out. It's, it, it, since they, don't, they don't issue out concealed permits, nothing. You are not supposed to have a firearm in the District of Columbia. And because it's not a state, they can make that law and can't no one say nothing about it. Right, and 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 like you said, and what you was alluding to earlier, don't give a grown man a cop out when he know he did wrong. First of all, he lost. He's he's going to lose. The Washington Wizards didn't want him anyway. They didn't want him anymore anyway. But they was looking for a way to get take that eighty million without having to go to a a, a committee or the players union. Uh, he gave him a way. He gave him a way to take it. They can void the NBA. The Washington Wizards can void this contract. He'll lose eighty million. Now, and, and the bad thing about it is, Kwame, I'm sorry. The bad thing about it is, he went to he went to NBA University, University of Arizona. Right. When you play ball at Arizona, Kansas, Kentucky, uh, Louisville, um, when you play ball at those top Indiana, these top fifteen, top five, top ten, fifteen schools. Right. No, it's like playing in the National Basketball League. It it is, and then you prepare to go there and do well. But these guys. And I, and I like to believe, especially I can speak on Kansas, that Roy Williams were there, and now they have uh, Bill Seth. These guys prepare these guys to be champions on the court and off the court. I know Roy Williams did. I wasn't there with Bill Seth. But Roy Williams, these guys, they carried themselves well on campus. We never had a complaint out of Kansas basketball team when I was at the University of Kansas. Them guys carried themselves pretty good on campus. We never heard a thing about them. The only thing you hear about is those Neanderthal football players man it's just that and and i want to say i understand because it's such an aggressive sport that they, they a lot of guys are not mentally strong but then that there's that cop out again they take that aggression with them all day long and they just can't do right and then if you drink and do whatever you do that just brings it out more right if you know you got a problem with the law stay away from the law you know but this kid don't got a problem with the law gilbert just Gilbert is a Neanderthal. Everybody says it. Hold on, Coach. We have a call on. Uh, we got four minutes till break. You want to call in? 888-346-9144. Kwame Lodge Sports Sometimes Rich Show. We have Bernard on the line. Hello. B, what's up? Cool. What's up, B? What's happening? What's going on, man? Man, we were talking about the idioticcy of uh, professional you athletes. Cool mainly down, mainly uh, football guys. But we were talking about the Gilbert Arena situation. 
Now he's about to cop out so he can only get six months, but he's going to lose $80 million in the process. You want to weigh in on that, man? Tell us what you think about that. I think that's just a symptom of, of where guys are today. I mean, you would never in your wildest dreams uh, uh, envision you know, someone from, I'd say, the, the 70s or 80s right. messing up a sure thing like this, like these guys have. Well, let me uh, let me uh, say Rock something. Easy. Let me say something in between that. The guys in the seventies, eighties didn't have guaranteed contracts. The, the guys in the seventies, eighties made the game so these guys that's playing right now can get this guaranteed stuff, can play at a high level, can get these TV and bring basketball up to uh, right the most one of the most popular sports right behind football. Bring it to light where they can do this thing, and I agree. Uh, I don't know, Coach, what you feel about that, but the guys from the 70s, they would well, never no, have. You, we didn't hear about the gun. We heard about fur coats, big afros, and they and it was flamboyant. That's all but, we heard about them. Well, see, back then, okay, the thing is, back when, in the 70s and 80s, we heard about the powder. That was a big thing. Drugs was a big thing back then. You know, that was a big thing in the National Basketball Association. You know, they out there doing their thing. They come out and they, they scoring points. Now, you know, and now you got guns. And you know, to, to me, it just doesn't make sense. You know, nineteen what ninety six when Dennis no ninety after the Pistons won the back to back championships, they caught Dennis Rodman because he was going through some personal issues in the parking lot at uh, in Detroit with a with a shotgun in his hand. Right. I mean, yeah. you know, again, he took the gun from his house, took him to Washington D.C. and kept him in the arena. That's stupid. Yeah. Why not go to a bank or why not put go? You got you got a hundred million dollars coming to you. You guaranteed that. Go to Walmart, Kmart, and go buy you one of them them little safes. Put in the bottom of your bank. Lock it up. You don't worry about it no more. I can tell you that's a hundred and twenty three dollars for a safe that will protect your things. You put them away, and do what you got to do. And then Carl Malone got on the line, going on the air, and and then, and he mentioned that at I think it was twelve years old, ten years old. He was able to have a gun and shoot a gun because that's where he was from, Louisiana, back in the yeah. backwoods. But that's what they did. They hunt and they shot. His parents gave him a gun to do that. But I, we never heard about Carl Malone when he when he was in the NBA having a gun and being disruptive uh, with the firearms. Matter of fact, one time, um, one time they had a show. I think it was inside the NBA with Amari shot all them cats. Mm-hmm. And they were doing a, a, a piece on Carl Malone. He had his guns in his window. They was out shooting clay. I saw that. I, I remember. So that. it's like you know, there's a constructive way to do it, and the dumb way to date with that Gilbert did. Gilbert deserves what he got. I, I he think... deserves everything he's getting right now. He deserves it. Crittenden getting getting suspended or released also. He deserves it. Right. Because you, you, gotta... you don't Go ahead. play with that kind of stuff. Well, you got to start separating yourself. You had a different tax bracket from these guys. You had a different lifestyle than these guys. Uh, where you're from makes you a lot of times who you are, but you got to learn and know when to use that. We're going to come back uh, on a break, and I want to be talk about these Dallas Cowboys. Hey, before I leave, uh, if you need Michael Vick's tickets to Michael Vick's All Black Affair, is at Blakeney's 414 Battlefield Road, Chesapeake, Virginia. Two three three two two general admission pre sales thirty dollars tickets admission VIP pre sales fifty dollars admissions door forty five dollars hit me up if you need tickets to the Michael Vick Black Affair. Hey, we will be back in two minutes. Two minutes. The opening 
with 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, Grand Am, or even Lava Racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, the host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster around the world to work each week to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing, while also never forgetting the local weekend warriors. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry, your front row seat to the world of racing. Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Power Up Channel. Be there or get a DNF. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports arms welcome back to the quantum velocity sports sometimes we'll show this my sexy voice rich stop hating go get a blood transfusion get that get that hate off your voice Hey, you still online? All right, what's up? How you doing, dog? What's going on in your world, B? All right, don't make me push that mute button on y'all. <laughs> <laughs> man, nobody want to hear that voice, man. man. We don't want to hear it regularly, much less sexy. It must be. You, and, you know you what? Say it, sexy. it must do something to you when you hear that voice. You, you it, spit it out, man. Me, Get, come on out the closet, it, it boy. You want to puke? Come on out the closet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I ain't talking to R. Kelly. I heard you want to pull up in there. He what? Did you say? I heard you getting crowded in there. Oh, I know. He was like, oh. <sighs> No, What's going no, on? No, what you no, mean? Sorry. Man, look. All so, right, we, 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 was, we were talking man, about ask, I got a question to ask. And we're not going to get into it this week. We're going to get into it next Tuesday, Quam. But since, you know, I have you and Bernard on the phone, two ex-NFL players, and um, what the premise of this American Needle versus National Football League, um, <clears throat> what is your outlook on what's going on? Just the out, outline of it. I'm, I'm going to give, give you an outline of, uh, uh, and I definitely want to talk about this. I, matter of fact, I'm going to get a whole group of guys to come in. I'm going to get a call in, uh, either come into the studio because we can't tap the line so much. But here's my thing. I went Last week when I left the show, uh, uh, we got off the air, I went over to Cutter's Glove, man. They Cutter's uh, probably the best glove. I wish I would have knew them 
when I was playing ball. Those best gloves, man. They give me golf gloves to take care of me, do a lot of things for me. Some of the best gloves. Hey, what at? Shut up. Look, um, when I was over there, man, we started talking. Then we got into the, the question you asked me, Coach. Uh, American Needle, Inc. versus National Football League. The National Football League want to be a separate or a single entity that control everything where where small companies can't come in like like a, a Reebok. You know how Reebok took over the league? When I first came to the league, I had a, I had a Converse contract. The NFL just knocked them right on out the box. And it, it's more so of, of being able to have a holdout, a control of money, owners. If, you, if they win this... Um, if they win this lawsuit that America Needle has against them, then there's nothing you can be able to sue the NFL for at all. Nothing. You can't even bring the smallest thing that you know you're going to win. You can't bring that into them and sue them at all. It'll be bigger than the mob. And when I say about the mob, is what we know about the mob, how they somewhat untouchable unless you really, really want them. They would not, you would not, a separate entity or a single entity uh, controlling everything and I can talk about, that's why I want to make this a whole show next thing, because I can talk about the $8 billion that the NFL make and $3 billion on gate and $5 billion on TV that's guaranteed to them, whether we have a lockout or not. $5 billion of that 2014 is guaranteed, till 2014 is guaranteed or not, whether we lock out or not. And that's, it's hmm. just, and wow. they don't have to account for, they don't have to tell you, the NFL is a big charity. It's non-profit. So I don't have to tell you what my nonprofit numbers are, and that's what we want as fellow athletes and current athletes. A lot of current athletes are dumb because right now they're making this money, and they think it's not, they're not going to be um, NFL alumni. They're not going to be out of the league at any time. We talked earlier about the aggressiveness of the game. that one play away, you're out of the game. So right now they, we want them to open up the books and see how much there really is to be made. There's, there's, there's so much involved with it, man. That's why I got to get a show. I got to get a pilot. I'm, I'm a I'm going to do everything, post it everywhere just so guys can read up on it and then come back and bring their their two cents in, into it. But if the NFL wins this lawsuit, there's nothing you're going to be able to tell the NFL. We don't exist anymore. If there's a lockout, Bernard, your insurance you have, your um, you got some, you got $250,000 insurance that I don't know if you use or probably don't know about, $250,000 insurance that you can tap into, that's going to be gone. If it's a lockout... Um, it, you got to start revamping your numbers of your annuities and all that stuff. And when you retire at 45, 55, what are you going to get? They can't touch your 401k. Can't touch your 401k. That's that's safe. But the stuff you um that's allowed to you right now from being in the league, doing what you're doing for a certain amount of time. And that's why as a as a alumni of the National Football League, I don't want them to win this lawsuit. It, it doesn't make sense for everybody. It only makes sense for the guys up top. And and being a being a nonprofit organization, they don't have to show us anything. But being a being um a what is it being an employer employee of uh-huh. um of the National Football League, I want to know where all those numbers went. Rich, you talked Why about you, you talked about being fined, getting fined. It's Chad Osego getting fined thirty thousand. Where does that money go? It's supposed to go to char- charity, but why doesn't that charity say, "Oh, Chad Osego donated this money to us"? You never hear that. I've been fine. Nobody came to me and said, thank you, Kwame, for the $7,500. The NFL does what they want with this money, and they don't have to open the books to anybody, and we're trying to get the books open. There's a lot to this story, man, but that's just a brief 
very brief. They don't. I don't even big touch. The, I don't even touch the surface of it. It's Big Brother. You gonna we gonna do what we want to do, and that's the way it's gonna get done. You know, Demar Smith brought up a good point. Uh, in his negotiation, he he asked for the NFL to open up the books because the salaries are based on percentage. The the salary cap is based on a percentage of what the owners take in. Correct? Yeah, right. But we don't know what that number is. We don't, and that's the main thing. We don't know that number. Imagine if I can give you, Bernard, I give you, you coming out of college. No, no, you're you an NFL veteran. you on free agency. I want to yeah. give you $110 million. What do you think I'm making if I can give you $110 million? You for real? Open yeah. them books and see what's really going on. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, and from the time that we played, to even now, which is what ten years, we're talking a decade. Right. He said it was a way out of the uh, the norm for what we saw when we played. Yeah, they bananas. When I played, there was only a handful of guys that were getting the two comma deals. Right. Right. The you know the two rest comma of deals. deals. Even though you know, based, uh, compared with society at large, we were doing extremely well. Yeah, but, that was, but was that the best we could do? We didn't know. And we don't know the numbers. And, you know, to be honest with you, I was young, and I was I was happy in my ignorance. Right. That's a good... That you, 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 uh, see, and that's, see, that's something right there. That's something right there that, that's so true, because at, back when you guys were playing, you were just happy to be where you were. You, and he worded that correctly. You was happy in your ignorance, man. And you yeah, didn't yeah. know. You didn't know what you needed to know. And you didn't know exactly. you didn't know what you didn't know. Exactly. But now you know what you know. And if you don't know, now, now you know. That, now that uh, players today are a little more educated and they see what you know some players are getting versus, versus what other players are getting, you know, for, from player standpoint, some of it is not fair. Can I stop right in, there? Case in point, we're talking Anquan Bowden. Right. Since, oh, my since goodness. Since we're here in Phoenix. Okay. For for a long time, he was he was the, the tough guy that made all the tough catches over the middle. He did not get he didn't get the the last pitch drill money. Right. But I don't think that whole thing works without an Anquan Bolden. It doesn't because you don't it it, it doesn't work. And I give you a great example last week. Fitzgerald was running Anquan routes and they didn't work. Fitzgerald got paid because he was his, his offense game brings the crowd in, brings the people into the stadium. Defense uh, gives you those championship. Fitzgerald goes deep. He takes the ball deep. Everybody gets excited about that. When he comes across the middle, he's not a factor. He can't take those hits like Anquan did. Anquan played a, a great role of coming across the middle, taking those hits. You pay him as such. This year he's going to make three point seven five million dollars. Now to the everybody. Outside looking in, that's a lot of money, but not for what this guy do, and not for what they make. Now, granted, he signed his contract. He made he making two point seven this year. Next year, he's gonna make three point seven. Man, we need more time in this got show. We go. There's so much we can talk about, man. And, I, and yeah. I like that we go across the board and we got a bunch of side notes because there's so much to talk about. Yeah, but we got like thirty more well, seconds. Was- Thirty more seconds. I want to say something real quick. Real quick. The agent. Some some players aren't ignorant to the fact now, but some agents have never been ignorant, and that's why they're trying to get as much money as they can possibly get now for their clients. We gonna talk um, agents uh, also, man. 
uh, because they they I talked to my agent yesterday as a matter of fact Jim Solano B you know Jim Solano yeah. I talked to Jim Solano yesterday and it's a lot of stuff going on man that we really don't know about that we should know about one um, of the smartest things I did Kwame my last contract mm-hmm. I didn't have an agent that's, that's it you can do it yourself you know what you work I, I had a I had a lawyer negotiate the contract flat and I paid him, a, paid him a flat rate and because a lot of these contracts look man we gotta get off the air man I'm already over time Hey, B, okay. call in, man, because I want to talk about this next time, and we went over, but we're okay. All hey, right, this is Lots of Sports, sometimes Rich Show. We'll be back next week. We're talking about American Needle. Get your get your information up. Yep. American Needle versus National Football League. Get your information up, because that's the conversation. That's the topic. All right, with peace. We got love, number love. Take care, guys. All right, thanks, B. All right, right. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.